Hello and welcome to the Shaken Up Show, the show that gets to the nitty-gritty on all things Berry AFC. I'm your host, Nick. Hey, do you want to come to all the Berry AFC home games next season? Well, you blooming can do. You can get a season pass. Go to www.berryafc.uk, click on the ticket section, and you'll be able to get one of our season passes. But what happens if you have a holiday home in Gran Canaria? Or you like spending your winter in Landudno? Well, that's fine, because we have an autumn pass that's available. That'll gain you entrance to all the games in the autumn. Again, it's in the same section. Go to www.berryafc.uk. In the ticket section, there's a little bit on the autumn pass, and that'll just, maybe you're new to football, you just want to give it a little bit of a try, so you can just get access to all our autumn games at home. So we're leading up to our game against FC United. And there's only really one person that we can speak to, isn't there, for this game? Um, this uh, player is the record goal scorer at both FC United and Berry AFC. And he even had a little stint as the manager of the Rebels. He is the mythical creature that lingers around the non-league, looking and sniffing for goals. Um, he's the one and only... Tom Greaves. Greaves here. Goat. Hello. Welcome. How are you? you? Okay. I'm very well. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Um, you've got a good tan there. That looks like you've been, you've you've just done like two weeks away in Magaluf. Is that is that, is <laughs> yeah. that or is that just you or have you been doing a bit of like Ronsil uh, in the back garden? Do you know what? a few days in Magaluf's the standard end of season uh, end of season <laughs> trip, but unfortunately this year it's not happened. Um now I just get to work, I work with the kids in the primary school, so Soon as there's a bit of sun, I get plenty of it, yeah. Not bad, not bad. It's cheaper, cheaper than Magaluf, anyway, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you've you we're recording this at the uh, at the time where you're just starting up your pre-season training. Are you uh, are you back in it this this next couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yesterday we started. How's it going? Yeah, it was. Um, we've we've done we've done the old sessions uh, throughout. Um, we was doing once a week up to about two weeks ago, then he gave us two weeks off and then we're back into uh, back into the business now. So we trained last night, it was a good, hard session. Um, plenty of the lads were there. So yeah, got a busy schedule, so looking forward to it. Ball work, were you allowed to kick a ball or were you uh, were it just running? You know what, well, she's good like that. He'll, uh, he'll always get the balls involved. As long as it's high intensity stuff, then he's, he's more than happy to get the balls involved. So yeah, don't get me wrong, there was some running, um, but a lot of ball work as well. Played a lot of games, seven aside then. And some 11, 11 size stuff to finish as well. So yeah, saw plenty of it. And uh, um, you know, obviously, you're coming to a you're coming to a certain age now, Greavesy. You know, are you are you up there with the youngsters, or are you kind of slowing down a little bit, dropping in? I'll just drop into the midfield here. I'll just drop into the hole. What? Oh, <laughs> I'm as far away from my own goal as possible. There's no, there's no dropping in. <laughs> uh, I do all right. You know, I, I, I try to keep my fitness levels as high as possible. So. With the running and stuff like that, I do all right. Um, I'm not as, as fast or as fit as I was, but um, I do all right. And then hopefully, hopefully, I've got another couple of years in me yet. Good, I hope so, mate. I've got my fingers crossed. So, we're, we're leading up to the FC United game, and uh, and obviously, you were the, the person to speak to, especially from a very AFC point of view. So, um, I've done some maths. Do you want to know some maths? So, um, what do you reckon, uh, your um, average goal? Uh, per game ratio was? Do you know? Uh, FC. Yeah, FC United. What do you reckon? One in, one in four, maybe? No. One, one every 2.6 games. 
That's right, pretty that's good. That. I'm not, I mean, for Berry AFC, I mean, I think it was one every 25 minutes. So, uh, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was going all right, wasn't it? It was going all right until that, the C word cropped in. But, um, yeah. so yeah, yeah. 100 and, 103 oh. goals for FC United. So, uh, tell us a little bit about um, about FC, and I know you kind of touched upon it a little bit with uh, um, with Sunny when you were on last time. But so, yeah. what, what does a what does FC United mean to you, and what was it like start joining them? I think you were there, you were there with them for nearly six, seven seasons. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over six, over six seasons, I think it was. Yeah, um, I was hooked on the club. I absolutely loved it. Um, I played against FC a few times and got a bit of a Got a bit of a kick in a few times playing for Bridlington, uh, Garforth, um, and then I played against them a few times for Bradford Park Avenue and actually did all right against them. But whenever you, whenever your fixture list came out at the start of the season, you'd, you'd always be looking at where, when's FC away, when's FC at home. Everybody, everybody wanted to play against FC, and that's kind of the same thing with with Bury now. Lads will be looking at when do we play Bury, um, so it's got kind of a similar feel to it. But for me, at an early age. Late, well, not late teens, sorry, early teens. I knew I wasn't going to be a pro. Um, I was quite late in my development with football. I played rugby until about 13 um, and then chose to go down the football route. So I knew I wasn't going to make it to the top. So for me, joining FC was as close to being professional as it was going to come. Um, and I literally just loved every minute of it. The crowd playing against them is great. As a Leeds fan, um, when I was at Park Avenue, they kind of had that little bit of a rivalry going up the leagues together. So at that time, when I scored a couple of goals against FC, it was it was it won't get any better for me, um, and it was great. But then the chance came to to join them, and it was like, wow, I'll, I'll set this all day. Um, and from minute one, I was just like I said before, I was I was hooked on the club, and I never wanted to leave. I was I was more than happy to to see how my playing days there. So did you start with them when they were at, um, when they were at Gig Lane? So when you first started playing, were, you, were they at Gig Lane, and then they moved? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we played at Gig Lane first. Two, three, maybe even four seasons while I was there. Um, unbelievable! It was great. Like, like you said, like I said before, sorry. Um, when the fixtures came out, obviously knowing that they were going to play at Gig Lane, everybody just wanted to play against FC. So it's kind of like you've got to be on the ball every single game. It's a cup final every week because everybody just raises the game when they play against you. And again, like I said before, it's going to be the same again for for Bury this season. Everybody's going to look to play, and everyone's going to want to want to be the team to beat us. Is there any particular games for uh, FC United that you uh, that you really enjoy playing in, or that you, you had an absolute stormer in, or is there any anything? That- um, do you know what? I've got, I've got so many memories I could talk to you about games all day and goals. I remember pretty much all my all my goals. Um, there was a game against Stockport County away when I my time was my time was kind of coming to an end at FC. I mean, I'd gone out on loan because I found found myself um, not playing as much as I wanted to. I went to Ramswatton for one game and the manager Marge said, look, as long as you come back for the FA Cup, because it's obviously you get five subs, all that, blah, blah, blah. Um, as long as you come back and help us out for that, then I don't mind you going there and then and we'll take it from there. So I had one game for Ramsbottom, came back at the weekend for, for the Stockport away game in the FA Cup. It was 3-0 down at half time and Marge had three subs. Um, I won a penalty, scored one, and we ended up drawing three all. Oh. Unbelievable to play at County and, and to get a result like that. And then we took them back to Broadhurst Park and we got two men sent off in the first half and it came to half time. And Margie said, right, Greaves, you come off. And the other striker, Jason Gilchrist, put his hand up and said, look, no, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. So take me off instead. So I ended up staying on, scored with nine men. 
and we just clung up, like hung on for dear life. It's like the best defensive and goalkeeper performance I've ever seen in my life. Did you? Um, we ended up beating him, turning him over one 0 Did you defend? Uh, yeah, I did actually oh, that game. You, yeah. Even you defended, I right? Okay. <laughs> I, well, I thought well, there's nothing better than a striker scoring and being a one 0 win. You can't beat that. It's great. So I thought we're, we're holding on to this. There's there's no way we're letting this go now. What is um for those very very AFC fans that are kind of we're all new to this non-league system and this new. What is the club like? Tell me a bit, little bit about the ethos of the club. I mean, I know they've they've got kind of supporters clubs all over the world. Tell us a little bit about FC United's ethos and, and how it works. Yeah, so again, it's it's similar to the Bury. It's 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 by the fans and for the fans. Um, they get they get the votes and all the things and they decide on kits and and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's it's very much a footballing family, but there's no top guy running the show. It's just everybody gets the gets their opinion and gets the votes. So. It's great, and I think it's it's the way it's the way football should be. There's like football's it's all cliche, but football's nothing without fans. And I think FC is one of the one of the biggest um, fan-owned clubs now, and the most well-known. So yeah, we used to go all over the world playing against other fan-owned clubs. Um, Germany went there twice, I think Switzerland twice. We went, we went to Detroit as well. We got literally just tre- we just got trek like kings. It was unbelievable. So yeah, even that side of it as well. Just just some great memories of. of of playing football all over the world that I would have never got that opportunity to play anywhere else. I was listening to um, to Under the Cosh podcast with uh, one of your old teammates, Liam Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. He, he was telling some stories about Germany. What, what were those? Uh, Sol- Salzburg, Austria, that'll have been. Oh, is it Austria? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Austria, yeah, yeah. So what, are, what, what kind of, what are these trips like then with FC United? Um, messy. <laughs> no, it's great to be fair. The, the main thing is the fans have paid to go over. They've uh, they've paid to watch us. So the main thing is the game and going out and giving a good account of ourselves, whether, we play, whether we're playing against a team that we're expected to get a hammering by or whether we're playing a team that we should we should compete against. It's always it's always about the game. Um, and I said that to the lad. I was manager at the time when I went to Austria. Um, so Dicko was one of the lads that I brought in. Just what a character. What a character. Um, so we had the game on the Saturday and this was the Friday night we got there and we were going to like a meet and greet. So it took us ages to get the taxis there. So we're all just just like joining up dribs and drabs. And I said, look, don't refuse a pint. If the guys want to buy you a pint, the fans, which they will, uh, they'll be all over you. Answer the questions, have a couple of pints. We'll show our faces, then we'll turn up to the game in the morning nice and fresh. Um, we, uh, so, we did, so we did that. Ended up, going, ended up going back to the hotel. But under our hotel, there was a little... Um, like a little shisha bar, right? So we ended up we ended up going in there for a for a good few hours, and it was uh, it got quite messy. And uh, obviously, Dicko was like the the leader of the pack there. He was uh, he was enforcing all the banter and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, the game we turned up, we won the game, and uh, then we were out in Austria the night out after. But it's great because you get to you get to see all the fans out there, and they get to know you as as people, not just footballers that they get to get to play and watch. And that's what non-league football is all about. You, you get to know the, the players. Uh, personally I think that's what this kind of stuff's about obviously hopefully one day we'll be able to do it all in the flesh but um but like this doing doing these podcasts and these YouTube videos we want we, we don't just want to see people turn up on a Saturday with a number on the back but we want to actually know you guys so I think that's it's really and it is really important because I think there is definite a detachment at, um at, you know at Premier League level uh, between fan and, and player so these little things and those outings you know uh, and I hope 
you know, next season that we, you know, that we can all get together as fan and players and have a chat and and have yeah. a gym wagon. Uh, find a shisha bar somewhere, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that, that's literally just what non league's all about. Yeah, everybody that plays non league will, will always give time to the fans. Um, and if they don't, they're in the wrong game because I've always looked at it that people are paying to paying out of the hard earned money to watch you play, whatever level that's at. So, uh, for me personally, I'll always give my time to the fans, I'll always, I'll always answer questions, I'll always speak to them, we'll always see them in the bar for a drink or whatever. Um, you get messages on social media and stuff like that. and I would never be rude to not reply to them. Um, I'll always, I'll literally, I'll always give my time to them because end of the day, they're, they're paying for me to have a little wage on top of my, on top yeah. of my work. So it's kind of just showing a little appreciation like that way as well. It's like your holiday fund, isn't it? I was going to take the kids to Disney. Like a love fund, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go down the family route, but obviously you've gone straight in with Magnum. Well. So, um, and what about? So you just touched upon Detroit there. So you went playing in Detroit as well with FC. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was crazy. We stayed in this like five star casino hotel. All paid all for by the team over there, or it was sorry. Was it all paid for by the team over there, or yeah, it... the majority. I think, I think the majority of the time, the the home team will pay for us to go over. Wow. Um. So yeah, we went over there. Great trip over on the plane. A few of the lads again got a little bit messy and out of hand on the on the plane on the way over, mentioning no names. Uh, but yeah, we stayed in this unbelievable hotel. Detroit's a, such a strange city. One minute it's like like eight mile the film, like gangs on the corners and stuff, and everyone's saying, "Do not go down there. Do not go down there." And other side, it's just like London, big tall buildings, massive stadiums, and it's like, "Wow, where where even am I?" Um, and we played this game, and their fans were as nuts as the FC fans, and it was just for ninety minutes, it was just flares going off, smoke bombs, chanting, just just for the full ninety minutes. It was it was unbelievable experience. That's a really, like you say, for for people playing in the non-league, that must just be absolutely like out this world, like something that they never even think of doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, we just get got trek like kings everywhere. We went like Germany a couple of times. Switzerland was always a good trip. Um, but the fans that make the journey over there just just make it worthwhile. Like we, we went to Germany one year. I think it was the first trip I'd been on, and FC took like six hundred fans over. It's like it's madness. Like you don't get that at a massive home derby in a, in non-league and. If you take 600 fans away, plus their fans, and again, it's just like something out of Syria, um, yeah. smoke bombs going off, and it was just mental. But again, just what an experience to be involved in. You touched on there about being the manager. So you, you took over at FC United. So tell us a little bit about the lead up to, how did you end up getting the manager's job and and, and what was that like being, going from, um, from a, a, a player to a manager? Um, tough. It was tough. Um, I'm quite a lad's lad. I'd, I've never fallen out with anybody in football in life, really. I just I like to just get on with people, don't hold grudges or anything like that. Um, and I loved Margie as well. Like I got on really well with Margie and his management team. So it was a really, really difficult one. But as I've said before in this interview and other interviews, I was addicted to the club and I'd do anything, I'd, anything to stay. It was at the point where I was close to the goal, the goal record as well. Um, so for me, I didn't think it would be a, a long-term thing. I thought I'd literally go a couple of games um, and then they'd bring somebody quite well-known in the non-league system in. Um, but it didn't quite work out like that. We, we did well. The lads who came in and helped me, Tom and Jack, um, they were great. We had a fitness coach, goalkeeper coach. So everything was in place for us, albeit just a little bit inexperienced. Um, we did well. We'd gone from second bottom of the league to mid-table, nearly safe. Then we had a little bit of a bad run. 
Um, and we managed to stay up, beating, being like York City at home. We've done a double over York that year and we were competing with the best with, with the best in that league and, and teams that are like in the league now. So beating Salford, beating Harrogate Town, it was it was good. It, I was enjoying it. Um, it's a lot of hard work. I was out of the house a lot. Um, my phone never stopped. Uh, it did take a massive strain on my family and, and seeing my young lads and stuff like that. So it did wear me down. Um, looking at the bigger picture, I should have probably stepped down when we stayed up. Mm. Um, because I kind of I'd kind of done what I set out to do. They asked me to get the club safe and we did that. Um, we sold a couple of players along the way and made the club made the club a bit of money, uh, which was great. I kind of got I experienced a hell of a lot within the, the nine months um, that I was in charge. And in the end, it just it just got a little bit too much. Um, I wanted to be at home a little bit more. Um, like I said, my phone never stopped and it was, it was stressing me out. It was stressing me out and um, I ended up having well, to step down and it was literally the hardest decision I've ever made in football. But plus as well, you're holding down, a, I presume you're holding down a, a job as well, doing your job. Uh, yeah, I, I, I run my own business with my brother, so that's literally hands-on, evenings, weekends and everything. So I was finding my time with, with like family and my kids like very, very limited um, and it was having effects on them as well. So... I kind of looked at it and thought, what what can I drop here? What can what can change? My kids are never going to change in my family. My work can't change. So unfortunately, it had to be football. Um, I did want to stay at the club, but I understood. Um, Dave Chadwick took over as like a temporary manager. I even offered to play for free just because I knew how hard it was to balance the budgets and stuff like that. And we had a couple of our contracted lads that I'd put on contract. They got injured early doors. I must have had like four or five of my top earners all injured it was like oh you couldn't even write this it's just like trying to get loan lads in for, for cheap and stuff like that and it was just like I said it was just all building up and building up and it was just in the end it was just too much I suppose it's it's an unusual question to ask really but then what was it like to go back from managing to playing again what was that like the relief of not having to like just turn up a couple of days training a couple of you know nights training and then turn up on a Saturday and do what was that a nice feeling to go out and play football again do you yeah think? it was it was and I did I massively missed that and just been and just been part of the dressing room because like I said I am a lad's lad and I like to have fun and, and turn up at football work hard on the pitch but have a little bit of banter before and have a have a drink and a and a laugh with the lads and the fans and that after so you kind of had to distance yourself from that and obviously, I've been at FC for, for so long. I was very good friends with a lot of the lads that I might have had to leave out of the squad or when you're bringing subs off or just little things like that. It's difficult. Like, as a striker as well, if we're drawing or losing, I'm putting myself on. So I'm kind of saying to everybody in the ground, I'm going to be the one to change this game. So you kind of got a little bit of pressure on yourself that way as well. Um, so, so, yeah, it was it was... It was nice. I knew I'd done the right thing as soon as I stepped down because I just felt a whole load lighter. Just in myself, like the lads at work said, you look, you just look like a totally different guy again. You, you're back to yourself again, you're happy self. So it was, I knew it was just getting too much. So to go back in the dressing room as a player with no pressures apart from doing my own job, it was, yeah, it was nice. Brilliant. So you're, um, you're the FC United Centurion, 103 goals for the club. And you got a beer yeah. named after you. Do you were you aware of that? You know about the beer? Yeah, yeah. They made me uh, they made me down a few pints of that. So yeah, that was nice. Yeah, again, just little things like, like that. <clears throat> what was it like? Is it a nice pint or was it are you more of a of course it was, it was enough to me, wasn't it? <laughs> what was it called? Was it called the Tom the Tom Greaves Centurion? It was called something like the Centurion. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. And it has um, your face on it. 
Yeah, yeah, just on the pump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so you were, you were chugging. Were you not entitled to free beer then? Every time, well, actually, my face. Oh, I got a, I got a couple. Of, I got a couple of pints and stuff like that. But um, I should have got a barrel earlier, shouldn't I? That's what I was going to say. Like you walk into a pub. Excuse me, I don't know if you've seen, but that's my face on there. So you know, just. I don't think it went. I don't think it Have went. Have you on Manchester. <laughs> I, I think it was just at Broadhurst, like. So. So um, but yeah, just just little things like that. That's that's what just just makes non-league. It just. Whatever, whatever you did at FC, they always made you feel special. Like there was flags and stuff and scarves with your name on it and all that sort of stuff. And, and the songs and the chants about you was just, like I said before, it was, just, it was the next best thing for me to be in a pro. So I literally just thrived off every minute of it. You're talking like signing. When I first signed and they were bringing shirts in to sign for all the, the young fans and, and all that sort of stuff. And it was like, wow, well, I, I've never experienced this before. You might do the odd one for, I don't know, Rafa Park Avenue with, with the older fans for a birthday or something like that. But it, we're talking we're like week in, week out. You have to, we'll be signing signing balls and signing shirts and stuff. And then it got to the point where I've been there a little bit of time and the young lads are asking for selfies and then the adults are asking for selfies. And it's just like, what even is this world? And it was just it was just an unbelievable feeling just to know that everybody was together in it eh. like a big family. And just it just made you feel so special. It was great. What uh, we kind of talked a little bit before about it. What what are the similarities between uh, FC United and and Berry? I know you've only been you've only played a, a smattering of times for Berry, but can you see any similarities between the fan bases at all? Yeah, hundred percent. That, that that's literally why I would never have left Osset for for anybody else apart from Burry. I, I kind of kept my eye on it um, when it was first starting to form, and then when Welsh got the job, I was like, I'd like to get involved in that. And I was never involved in the early days of. Uh, of FC, I must have been gone in about seven years in or something like that. So I never got the all the early hype, and it had the same buzz around the club as as FC always did, um, and little things like that. You you signing shirts and the balls and stuff, and obviously some of the some of the fans didn't didn't buy into it. Some did until you actually go to the games. It's you just you just won't understand until you actually go there. So. For anybody fans that are sitting on the fence, I would just recommend that they just go to one game and just experience it, and uh, they'll be sold forever. It's um, yeah, it's very similar in, in respect to that, and it's a like you say, a big family and all that sort of stuff. So I was never, I was never looking to leave Osset, but when Welsh got the job and 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 I knew all about it, being like fan owned and stuff like that, it was a no-brainer for me. So have you uh, have you played against FC United since you've left them, or have you have you have you not have you not been back to the club? Yeah, literally, I I was praying like every FA Cup draw, every FA Trophy, League Cup. I was praying to get FC away, and it just never happened. We played them in a friendly at home for Osset. Um, I managed to get the scruffiest goal ever. I think the keepers like shanked it, it's hit me and gone in. Um, but it, it felt great. <laughs> no celebrations, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's the only time. So you didn't go and kiss, kiss the badge like that in the corner. To, yes. One of them, yeah. <laughs> back, back as a Leeds fan now. <laughs> so what's it going to be like for you to go back to uh, to Broadhurst Park on on uh, on Saturday the third of July? Yeah. Um, I'm, what's uh, it going to be like when you walk out there? And there's going to be. And the good thing is, there's going to be a huge amount of fans there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be great. All you know, all one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, I played at a lot of non-league clubs before, before FC, and then I went to Hyde after, and then Osset. And the fans are great at Hyde. The fans are great at Osset. Um, so obviously, I was used to playing in front of like three or four hundred before I ever went to FC. But it's just a different world. But like I said again, like I was never going to be a pro playing in front of seventy thousand. So twos, threes, four thousands, 
singing for 90 minutes. It's just unbelievable. And and when you stood in the dugout and you can hear the fans singing, it's just it's just unbelievable feeling. And then you walk out onto the pitch and it's like, wow, what a ground for non-league level. And the fans just that's it. They just do not show up for the for the full 90 minutes. Win, lose or draw, they're just they're just constant. But in a nice way as well. They'll back you. They won't. There was never any booing at half time if we're two 0 down or slagging the lads off. It was all very very positive and kind of like that the, the winning just because they've got a football team out playing football at three o'clock on a Saturday. What um what can we expect then when we go there as away supporters? What do you think it's is it going to be a a friendly atmosphere? Is there going to be beers between? I think I think it, I don't think there's any segregation, so I think it's going to be all just muck in there and and get involved everywhere. Will it? So- yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a it'll be a great welcome for all the Buddy fans because they will they will love the fact that it's a fan-owned club as well. They're very very in touch with all that, and um, they they welcome anybody there. But especially when it's when it's fan-owned clubs, um, there'll be a lot of noise. The Buddy fans will make a lot of noise as well because they'll just get that buzz for it. We're back watching their uh, their team play again, and all our lads. It's just it's a great step for us before we start the season, um, playing in front of that many people because. We are going to be the team to beat. Obviously, we, there's no secrets about it. We want to go win the league and get promoted. So people will want to knock us off our perch. So for our lads to get that experience before we actually play for points, it's yeah, it's a it's a great fixture. I can't wait. Looking forward to the uh, to the next season, Tom. Have you got any uh, have you got any targets? It must be it must be 90, 90 to hundred goals, surely. Uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe two or three assists. Um, you know what? I never I never set my sights too high. Strikers usually set the targets to twenty a season. Um, You'd be happy with you know, last year. Is what? Sorry. You'd be happy with twenty. Well, I set myself twenty, but I, I would target twenty five. Um, but I'm getting a little bit older, aren't I now? And it's, I don't get my goals. Chippy gets me goals. Alo Keith gets me goals. Greg gets me goals. I don't create them all myself, so I need them to be on the on point as well. So. We'll just have to see. I'll I'll target twenty five. We'll see how it goes. And is there any uh, is there any matches that you're looking forward to? Cleeton or Celtic? Well, I was looking. I was looking I forward play... to Ireland on away, but they've been. I changed, know. I know that just have been a, an absolute carny. I was I was talking before uh, a couple of weeks ago to uh, to Rick at uh, Hope and Glory. Who does the kits? I just think we'd have lost maybe two or three fans on the ferry. I don't think they'd ever come back. But yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. somewhere. But uh, yeah, the Isle of Man's a bit of a thingy. But is there any more Cle- Cleetmore Celtic? You know, you, do you remember them? Cleetmore Celtic. Yeah, 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 of course I remember them. Yeah, they're in, they're in our league. Is there anyone? Uh, yeah, they're, they're in our league. I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> any, um, no, do you know what? There's a few. There's a few Yorkshire clubs coming to that league now. Ilkley's literally on my doorstep. I've got a few friends that play for them. Yeah. Um, one of the lads that works for me. Um, he's just signed for Steeton as well. So. Right. A few of the Yorkshire derbies because I know people there and it, hopefully it'll get a lot of my friends and family there as well to experience what, what I get to experience every week. So, yeah, looking forward to the Yorkshire ones. Fantastic. Well, it's going to be a great season and uh, we're all looking forward to the uh, to the big FC United game that's coming up on Saturday, the 3rd of July. Um, yep. And if you can't get a ticket, you can uh, follow it on Twitter and Facebook and all that lot. But um, Greavesy, it's going to be brilliant and we're all looking forward to it. Have you got any uh, any words that you want to say to both sets of fans uh, for Saturday? Yeah, no, we just it will be great to see everybody. Um, I met a lot of friends at FC, players, fans, management, all that sort of stuff. So cannot wait to see them. And then obviously for Bury, just go and enjoy it and, and soak up what's going to be for, for you as fans this season. Um, when obviously the restrictions get lifted, hopefully we'll we'll see a thousand plus and they'll be able to make some noise. And there's no there's no leader like FC United to uh, to follow. So 
they'll um, they'll absolutely love it. They'll get the bus for it, and then fingers crossed we can go win some trophies. Brilliant, Greavesy. Thanks very much. No problem. A big thank you there to the GOAT. That is Tom Greaves. Thank you very much, Greavesy. Don't forget our game against FC United is coming up on the 3rd of July. Big game. Hopefully you've all got your tickets and you're all ready for a good day out. If you haven't managed to get a ticket, don't worry, we've got you covered. You can get updates on Twitter and on Facebook. And I don't think they do updates on the TikTok and the Instagrams. That's just for posers and people who like dancing. So go and check out. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is AFC is available on all social media platforms. So go and have a look at them. Um, we are also available as a uh, podcast. So this is available on Spotify, on Podbean, on Anchor, on Apple podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts from they're all there just go and have a look if you don't like seeing my face on youtube um season tickets they're available www.berryafc.uk or an autumn pass if you just want to try before you buy have a little look see what it's like then you might want a winter pass if you like the winter pass you might get a spring pass if you and you know you see how it goes um but yeah that's it until next time on the shake it up show Bye-bye. Thank you.